0: Hey, welcome back to On the Level Leadership. And um, I'm Tammy. I'm your leadership and career growth coach who's here to help you be the best leader that you can be so that you can grow in your career. And, um, you know, for those of you who've been following me for a while on these channels or who maybe know me personally, you know that I recently pulled the retirement card and left my public service job of 18 years in January. And the main drivers for that, there were two. The first was that I had spent the last two and a half or three years of dealing with COVID at the federal public health level, in a way that required me to completely throw out balance, right, my life completely became imbalanced and somewhat out of control for a period of time where I worked 12 and 14 hour days and sometimes longer during the response. The second reason was because I wanted to grow my own business as a leadership coach and consultant. So if you're feeling tired and overwhelmed, and maybe you're in recovery mode right now from your own burnout, and you just don't want everyone to know about it, but you're still struggling in your day to day job, this video is for you because I have a few tips that I took on myself personally that helped me while I was still in my nine to five and actually are helping me now as I'm building my business. So there are really sort of five areas that I'm going to bring to your attention today that helped me and are still helping me today overcome the sense of burnout that I really had when I left in January. And the first is it is really important that you really assess your own span of control. So what does that mean? It means that you need to really be clear about what you control, what you have influence in, and what you don't control or have any influence on. And the reason why this is really important is because for myself personally, I can only speak from my experience, when I owned things that I had no control over or if I felt responsible for things that I had no influence over... It just added to the sense of not only overwhelm, but that somehow I wasn't going to be successful or that I was going to fail in some way. And it added to my stress levels. So one is what do you control? What exactly do you have full control over in your day to day job, whether it is as a leader in your team whether it is your own personal sense of responsibility or area of responsibility in the work that you do, what do you fully control? Do you control your schedule, your day, your calendar? What is it that you control that you can exercise and leverage to make yourself feel more empowered. So, look at what you control because that's really at the end of the day is all that you have a say in, right? In terms of what you can change or not change in your life. If you have control over your schedule, for example, and you've been over committing, then you need to sit down and have a serious conversation with yourself around rescheduling things or realigning your schedule if you have control over that. So, again, what do you have control over that you can start to switch? pivot change manage you know have a process put in place for that will help you to deal with the very busy life that you have what do you influence um okay so many of the things we do especially if you work in public service but i would say in any organization that, especially a large organization a bureaucratic one is you often don't have control over many things but you may be in a position to influence so For myself, for example, when many decisions were coming down the pipe that were maybe a little questionable at times, the reality is because the timelines were inappropriate or completely out of whack or what have you, you may not have the ability to control the decision or the direction that a company or an organization goes in, but you definitely might have a sense of influence. So what governance tables can you go to where you can have a say and maybe propose a new approach or a new perspective? Again, it's not about being a no person. It's about saying, yeah, I'm a yes person. I want to help you here. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, we cannot complete all the things you're asking us to do. So try to influence maybe, if not the decision, at least the implementation process of that decision. So if you can influence something, then that will help you feel empowered. It'll help your team feel empowered because you're trying to influence a direction or an approach. And the other thing that I would say is, what do you not have control over? What do you not influence, like at all? You have no control over, for example, other people's behaviors. If every single time you bring something to your VP's office and they blow up at whatever is put on their desk, you have no control over that. So you need to stop owning the things that you don't have control over. And I know that that sounds a lot easier said than done because I've lived this, but at the end of the day, you have to let go of the things that you don't control or influence because you will drive yourself crazy if you try to influence things that will never change or try to change somebody's perspective who will never change their perspective. So again, If you don't have control, if you don't have influence on something, you need to stop owning the result of those things. So I'm going to it bears repeating because it's super important. If you don't control something, let it go. Let go of the result. It's not easy but it is important for your own sanity, for the team's sanity, for your own sense of well-being. Only focus on those things you have control or influence on, because those are the only things ultimately at the end of the day that you have a say in. The second thing um, is, again, a very difficult thing that If you need coaching through, like I'm here to help you, there's a link down below where we can have a chat. Again, I just do 90 minute strategy sessions to get you started. They're completely free. So if this is something that you're struggling with, I'm happy to have a conversation with you about it. The the second thing is set boundaries, set boundaries, and more importantly, stick to those boundaries. And as hard as that is, because a lot of people I know for myself, I thought, well, if I set boundaries, I'm career limited. They're not going to consider me for promotion if I say no to everything. So with boundaries, again, it's all about how you position it. It's all about making sure that your senior management understands that the boundaries are not because you want to say no to something. The boundaries are not there because you want to be difficult or that you don't want to play ball with them. It's really about saying, look, I have to kind of control the input that's coming into me here so that I can be the best employee, the best manager, the best leader that I can be so that you get the best out of me every day. And so set those boundaries to make sure that you have time for yourself, that you have time to decompress, that you have time to spend with the people that care about you in your home life. For example, setting boundaries, again, is a really difficult thing to do. It's something that is often easier said than done. um, Because again, we want to please people, we want to be good workers, we want to you know, enhance our performance, be considered for promotions, get paid more, etc. And all those things can still happen within a set of boundaries. The other piece of boundaries, though, is you have to be careful, because I know for me, um, when I would set boundaries, let's say on my day, and I would say, you know what, at the end of the day, by five o'clock, or six o'clock, or what ha- whatever time it was that you, you define for yourself. And for me, I think it was five o'clock, uh, in my later career was after five o'clock, I'm going to turn my phone off for a period of time so that I can spend dinner time and the evenings with my family. I may go back to turning on my phone at nine just to make sure there's nothing urgent going on, but if there's anything really urgent, you can always call me. So the boundaries were set such that I'm not gonna be checking my emails in the evenings, but if if it's important and you need me to address something right away, give me a call. and I'll I'll immediately do that. So again, the boundaries are about protecting yourself. From further injury, from further fatigue, from further stress. So if you can set boundaries and stick to them, again, I would recommend that you do so. The third thing is if you are setting boundaries and maybe looking at what you can control and getting blamed for things you have no control over, and you're really struggling to work things out in your current organization, then you may want to look at shifting if that's possible. And um, the reason I say that is because We often pigeonhole ourselves into a position, right? We think, okay, I've worked so hard. I've done all these degrees. I've done all this education. I've done all this training. I have all this experience and I'm pigeonholed in this position. And I know that people who get at the executive level often feel this because they're like, wow, like I've got finally gotten to the executive position. I can't not be an executive. Well, maybe there's an opportunity for you to do a different kind of executive work, or maybe... There's a project that you can take on that will give you a bit of a sense of relief. Maybe maybe managing a large team is really stressful to you right now. You don't need to express that to everybody around you. You can just tell your boss, you know what, I'm kind of looking for a different kind of challenge. You can position it in a way that is positive, but ultimately helps you achieve the goal of reducing your stress levels. So if there's a way to pivot either within your own organization or even outside of your organization, then find a way to do that. For me, my pivot was something that I know most people cannot afford to do, which is completely cease my job and my nine to five, pull my entire retirement package out of that environment and start a business. Now, most people, I realize that's a place of privilege and that's not a place that most people can actually act upon. I get that. But if there's a way that you can shift your dynamic, shift your job, change your position, go to a different, I don't know, uh, side of the company, maybe work in a different branch something that will change the dynamic just enough to take the pressure off of you that might be enough for you to help recover your own sense of overwhelm or your own sense of burnout now burnout is a legitimate issue and it's one that you know may require you going to a registered therapist so by the way this is not replacement for therapy so if you're really struggling with burnout and depression this is not the place to be you should not be watching a youtube video you should be going online or going to your doctor's office and finding the help that you require. So just want to make sure that that caveat and disclaimer is very clear up front. But one thing that really helped me and is still helping me is the notion of going inward. And so what that means is that you are going inward to see what rejuvenates you. What gives you joy? What helps you feel more alive? Why is this important? Because life is about balance. If you spend your entire life being stressed out about work, but you don't balance that with something that gives you joy and helps you replenish your spirit or your soul, then you're going to be so depleted all the time. Whereas if you can find something that helps to rejuvenate your soul a little bit, brings your energy up, or your spirit back up, I think that will go a long way. I know because I'm doing it myself now. It goes a long way to help rejuvenate you so that you can keep going the next day so you know do you have uh, a hobby that you really enjoy Uh, were you a painter at one time do you like to sketch do you like to go out in nature and walk in nature do you want to you know just go sit if you live by the ocean which i wish i did (laughs) but if you live by the ocean go sit on a bench and just listen to the ocean waves come in and, and feel the ocean breeze and hear the birds singing in the distance like do that, center yourself, put your feet on the ground and imagine, you know, connecting to the earth and and rooting yourself to the planet, if you will, if that helps you. So my point being is, go inward, listen to that little voice inside that tells you, you know, I could really use some time in nature, I could really use some time in a museum, I, you know, I haven't been to church in a while, I want to go back to church, whatever fills you is what you should be looking to do. And I would commit to doing something that fills you, if not once a day, if that's not something that seems reasonable to you, I mean, I recommend it once a day. If that really seems completely out of whack for you, then at least once a week, spend a day, an afternoon, an hour, an evening, whatever you can afford, and find something that fills you up because you really do need to replenish that energy that you're basically expending every single day of your effort in your work or in your job or in your business. And the last thing I'm going to bring up today is offer yourself some grace. I am terrible at this. Just ask my own coach and she will tell you that Tammy is not compassionate with herself at all. So if you're sitting there going, compassion, I get it. I completely get it. It is a difficult thing to do is to offer yourself compassion, but here's the reality. You're a human being, and we're not just a working human being. We are a loving, complete, whole human being with families and friends and loved ones and interests and other things besides work. We are not just work. Think about it this way. Your workplace, as great as it may be, quite frankly, will replace you if you die tomorrow because we're all going there someday, if you die tomorrow, the reality is they're going to replace you with someone else. We're not irreplaceable. There isn't a soul on this planet that isn't irreplaceable in a workplace. Let's just be clear, even Elon Musk, let's be honest, is replaceable at some level. So the reality is, is you need to start offering yourself some grace and some compassion to be okay with the fact that you know what, this is exhausting me right now. I need to take time for me. And that's perfectly okay. I need to not be driving my kids to every bloody thing every week. And you tell your kids, you know what, kids, I love you. And I know you're really busy and you love all these things you're doing, but mom can't do this anymore. So you know what? You're going to have to pick one thing that you really love. And that's what you do this week and next week and the week after. One thing, not two and three activities, not baseball, football, arts, class, drama, one thing, and you reduce your overwhelm that way. You start to look at your life objectively for what it is. Look at all the moving pieces. Look at what you control. Change those up a little. See how it feels. If you're still stressed out, change some more. Do little things one thing at a time and eventually and be compassionate with yourself along the way that it might not be okay or maybe it feels like a mistake or maybe you're going to feel guilty about things. Offer yourself the compassion you need and be okay with where you are and just breathe through the process because I'm telling you, Being burned out, being stressed out is not fun. You can get yourself out of bed in the morning and find a different way to do things that makes you feel a little bit better inside every day. I know it's hard to believe, but I speak from experience. It can be done and I'm still doing it today. This is not something I'm not over this. I'm not completely 100% better. I'm not over my complete overwhelm and burnout yet but I'm definitely much better than I was five months ago because of these steps I've taken along the way. So I encourage you to do the same. Did I miss anything? Is there anything here that you feel helps you? in managing your overwhelm or your stress. I'd, be, I'd love to hear comments. I would love to see them in the commentary down below if that's something that you are interested in providing, if you're on YouTube. And I am here every single week helping you grow as a leader and hopefully giving you some advice to help you grow in your career. So if you're interested in this, make sure you subscribe or you follow this podcast so that you can get this information every single week. Thanks again for being here. I do appreciate you taking the time. Until next week.